down to earth What went down in the van A legend in, a legend in, a legend in A legend in beers with bears Beers with bears Beers with bears Beers with bears Other than that, like, how, how, how are things over in the UK right now with, I mean, obviously it's pandemic central everywhere, but mm, yeah, still hanging in there okay? Yeah, just about. I mean, we're still in lockdown, but yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit difficult, but it's all right. I mean, it doesn't feel so bad now. It's slowly easing out. The vaccines are there, so people are making use of it, and yeah. hopefully life will return to normal in a few months, or in theory. <laughs> right. Fingers yeah. crossed. What's it like out there? Uh, it kind of really depends on where you're at in, in the U.S. Um, some states are taking it more serious than others. Uh, like this state just south of us uh, just lifted like all their mask mandates and they were kind of like okay. open back up like normal, have fun. Um, where you know where the the vaccines are starting to come out in waves, but it's not fully available to everyone yet, so just kind of waiting our turns. Whereabouts in the U.S. are you again? I can't remember what you said. Um, so I'm in uh, Minnesota, so I'm about like in the central uh, U.S. Okay. Um, thankfully, it wasn't like a hot spot here, like all the nice warm weather destinations are being. Yeah, that's weird because it's supposed to be the warm weather. It's supposed to like if you've got the vitamin D from the sun, you're not supposed to. You know, it's supposed to be better. Right. It's obviously not so, not the case. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Oh, right. Alright, I'm just gonna turn you guys up in my headphones here and then we'll get started. Cool. How many of these things have you done? Uh, so this will be, I think, episode like 31 or so. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, I've been doing it since like late 2019 um but a lot of that was kind of sporadic i would do like an episode maybe one or two episodes a month and then wait for a bunch of people to get back to me uh thankfully the the nice thing since everyone else is obviously at home not able to do anything i've been sending out a bunch of emails and this year has been pretty consistent so it's it's at least looking up for that aspect <laughs> That's why we record, we're recording so much. We're actually going to be ahead. Yeah. Literally going to be ahead. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's awesome. Before everyone goes back to work. What is up, everyone? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this time, I have the pleasure of leaving the U.S. virtually again and uh, heading over to the U.K. And I'm sitting down today with Surviving December. Uh, Surviving December, for people that don't know, is uh, like a pop-punk, pop-rock band, uh, like I said, based out of the U.K. Um, how, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, like I've already said, uh, you'll hear it multiple times. Uh, thank you again so much for being a part of this. If you want to just go through uh, each of you and just kind of say who you are and what you do in the band. Okay, well, I've actually had, well, while it's actually highlighted, you can see, my name is Mark, <laughs> I play guitar, and I do the vocals. Uh, I'm Gemma, and I'm on vocals as well. I'm Tom and I do uh, vocals as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, That's what makes us different. Everyone's yeah. got to have a different recipe. We decided for no real reason at all that we should have three vocalists, three people that are up front giving a different variety of spin to backing mm. each other and actually doing something a bit different. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, Alexis on fire do it, so you know, why not us, you know? <laughs> yeah. We, we actually do have two more members as well. Um, we don't just have guitar and vocals. <laughs> <laughs> For various reasons, they're just not available tonight. Uh, and and those other two members, uh, we, we should, I guess, at least acknowledge them. Uh, who are they and what do they do in the band? We've got Chris, who's a guitarist, and we've got my brother Jason, who's a bass player. Okay. And then do they also provide vocals as well, or...? No. No? Okay. Absolutely. Three's enough. <laughs> Three's enough. Okay. To have any more microphones on stage or <laughs> to have to deal with any more vocal stems and get to our producer, I would break down. I can't handle any more. Um, and then how did the five of you come together to become Surviving December? This is... Um, it's got roots in a few years ago. So basically, Surviving December was a project that me and a few others started about 16, 17 years ago. And we gigged a bit. Some members joined, some members left as it, as it, as it happens. Um, we did that for a couple of years and then it just, it just flitted away as things do. So that was it. And then during the lockdown, I thought one day I'm going to buy a really cheap interface and try playing the old Surviving December songs into a computer. Decided I needed a better one decided I needed to show people what I was doing and all the people then decided they wanted to join me on what I was doing and surviving December came back up we paid for a decent producer and we put our money where our mouth is and it's paying off this is nine months in people do actually like it which I'm quite amazed and it plays over Spotify and everything I'm quite I'm just I'm knocked over by it really and each of these have a their own story of how they came to be Want to go I'll first? Yeah, have a go. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Tom? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so basically, um, I've been in a few different bands with, well, or at least types of bands with Mark in the past. Um, we were actually in a metal band uh, years ago. Um, we've had a few other po projects we've tried to start off with varying genres. Um, so we, we've worked together, written together in the past. And uh, basically, um, like last year, I think it was like July last year or something like that, he messaged me and was asking like, you know, I'm, I'm, oh, is you okay if I kind of uh, reuse some of these, these old songs? And uh, gradually started talking more and eventually decided actually we're going to kind of, just, why not work together on this? And that's how I kind of came into the band. So yeah. Yeah, I, I used to, um, well, I still do actually, but I used to be in a band whole pandemic and everything and it sounds like you took good advantage of this downtime of not being able to do anything else and just busting your ass this last nine months or so and uh getting everyone together and putting out what we're we're, we're listening to now and it sounds great um so I, I i don't doubt i don't see why people wouldn't be listening to this on spotify uh it's it, like i said it sounds great and mad props to you i mean i made myself a deal at the beginning of it all i mean everyone knows and i don't mind saying i'm one of the unlucky ones i got stuck in that shielding category because i i take tablets for my eyes and that meant that i was possibly at higher risk than this covid thing so i knew that i was going to be sat at home a lot longer than i needed to be i could have been at work and things like that but because of the health i couldn't so i was like well i'm not going to come out of this empty-handed i'm not just going to binge all the box sets on Netflix I'm not just going to sit there I need to do something so I thought well music's the one music's the thing I can do the easiest I can write easily I'm just going to go back to it and it is a, it's a <laughs> I'm very pleased I made that decision I'm very pleased um, and, and like since that time uh, 
I, I do have it up here. You guys have been putting out consistently, I feel like, uh, a good amount of singles here on a good consistent basis, which we do have, I believe, I think I saw a new one coming out here pretty soon uh, in the beginning of April. Um, uh, April 16th. April 16th. With with you guys putting out all these singles, is that, like, hinting? Like, do, like what what's coming next? Mm. So, um, next, yeah. Um, we've um, recently just teamed up with Regent Street Records. Um, that happened in this last week. We So the next thing that come out is the last single that will come out under, our, oh, under us doing it, really. Then we're heading for another single, which I'm going to drop the name now. It's called Set It Off. It's going to be an absolute pop punk through and through back to the early 2000s to set it off our new adventure to set it off our album which will feature most of the singles that have come out with a few that have people haven't heard and that will be due fingers crossed early summer i'm aiming for june but i'm just going to stick to early summer don't have a fixed date on that yet all right i I feel i feel like that's that's a good goal. Uh, I'm I'm stoked to to hear what this new sound's gonna kind of be and and see where it goes from here. Um, as you did mention, you I mean we're recording this like third week in March right now, but you guys did just sign to that. How did that all come about? Were were you, did you guys reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? Was it kind of like a mutual like attraction uh, between both or no? It was, um, they reached out to us, but there's always the but. And this is, if anyone is in a band and watching this, by all means, drop along to our page. You will see that we spam like there's no tomorrow. I mean, we must be putting out three, four posts a day. You can blame Gemma for 99% of that. But this is what it was. So we send up, we obviously were continuously on all social media, which is how it's got to be done. But also, we send tracks to every podcast, every radio station, internet one, and obviously transmit ones. Everything we do, we just we just push it out there, push it out there. And one of those, well, they, most of them play them, but one of those had the right person listening who sent the email to us. And Tom looks after our email address that was posted on our Facebook page. And he just blasted me this email across and go, Mark, um, think you might want to look at this one because i basically i leave him to screen out all the garbage so that i don't have to deal with the people trying to scam us and you can just ignore them yeah but that one we all sort of got together and went all right and we need to really have a chat here and it literally was a week and we could not be happier it seems like a very good mix a very good way forward for us we are absolutely we don't know what to do it's it's been mad uh, Tom, Gemma, anything you want to add uh, add to that? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy that it's uh, less than a year. I mean, what is it, like what seven months we've been doing this now? About, about nine. About nine or nine, whatever it is. Yeah, it's uh, less than a year, and you know the fact that you know the fact that we are approaching that doesn't happen. That's 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 just you know that's not how how this, how this generally works. So which is which is you know, amazing. The fact that happened in in less than a year in in, in nine months is. Even makes it even more amazing. So yeah, we're really excited and kind of a, it's a huge step forward, considering you know what everything's going on in the world and where we are as a band right now. So I, when I joined, I like I didn't expect any of this kind of stuff to happen. I just kind of joined as a bit of fun, and it kind of got like really serious as we were getting more plays, and our music was just sounding so good. So it was a bit of a shock, but like an amazing shock. So really, really happy. Well, congratulations to, to all of you. Uh, I mean, that's that's a, that's a big feat to, to accomplish in nine months. And I know a lot of bands that have been out there, you know, grinding for a while, and they, they aren't at that point. And obviously, I mean, you guys are, like like you said, you, you're posting every day, you're submitting your music everywhere. Like, you're doing what needs to be done, and especially in, like, these downtimes. And, I mean, the equation worked for you, and it, yeah, that's great. I'm so stoked. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember watching all these um, things growing up of how bands made it, and 
some bands were saying well we had this much money we chose to go on tour the another band went, well, we had this much money we chose to pay the better producer i mean so obviously pandemic times take that purely out of your hands i mean the only thing we could do as a band was just simply get some software for our computers get some things to interface with them and just try it and for us it worked for us definitely but then again the producer we use is an ex-member of the band so he knows the sound through and through he's one of us really as much as he tries to distance himself i will not let that happen (laughs) i've just got off the phone with him in fact and i've got to go see him again soon for an acoustic track uh, speaking of, of the producer and uh, being the quote-unquote sixth member of the of the band, who is he? And um, just in case there's anyone out there that's looking for for someone to, to kind of make some things, like who is he? And uh, let's give him a shout out here. His name's Josh. Um, he goes under JNC producer or Josh Norton Cox producer. He's based in well, he's based in Devon, same as us, and he's just. He's just incredible. His scope is not just our genre. I will say that. He's does quite a bit of folk stuff. He's just telling me he's been doing some stuff in pop as well. He he just gets it. He 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 never takes someone's sort of where they're aimed and moves it. His the destination is always agreed and it, he he just seems to understand. And if ever he comes up with an idea it's just something everyone goes wow didn't think of that thank you here's your money that's job done you know it's just one of those he's so easy to work with and it's just fun we always get a little surprise as well don't we yeah Yeah. (laughs) when i first sent him tracks he goes mark what can i do i said what do you mean he goes well how much scope have i got to alter things like my drum patterns, can I play with your drums? I said, yeah, you can play on my drums. He goes, what about your guitar work? Can I, if I've I've got a vibe that I could do something with that? Yeah, if you want to give it a go, you want to, you know, let let me know. He just cuts everything up and he sometimes restructures things in in a different way than what we originally thought. And then we'll hear it and we'll be like, yeah, that is works. That's how it works. That's, That's how it should be. Our biggest song, Falling Apart, he decided that because I'd done this long guitar solo, he decided to bring a chorus back on top of it, a vocal chorus as well. Um, and that was something that he saw as a producer. And now that's the difference to someone who just sits and mixes and masters the track to someone who works with a band and actually produces it. He goes, no, because your job is to play the song. My job is to make sure that at every point, if someone clicks play, that they don't stop. So I've got to give the ear something new all the way down. And since he's done that, and we've now adopted that, it's just, that's the way it works. It's just don't want to repeat yourself too much. Just let it, just let it carry. Yeah. Well, he, he definitely has the right ear. Uh, uh, falling apart, like you mentioned, uh, like I, I can definitely see where he would have put those parts in. And like I was jamming, I went through everything today uh, one last time before we kind of got together and like this, he, he's doing a great job to make you guys sound uh, even better than what you probably are already are sounding as so out of curiosity which I mean you probably I mean if you can say out of the tracks you've heard of ours which one would you say is the best whether you, you could say you had a favorite or not I don't know if that's your vibe but if you were to pick one that you thought that's the the one, which one would you pick? Um, so I know falling apart for sure. Uh, like I don't know when I listened to them all through. Like I didn't, I didn't notice like remember the, like the song names. But falling apart is one that stands out immediately just because of the vocals over that chorus line, uh, over that bridge line. Um, so I mean that's probably the one that sticks out that I would remember off any time of the day. Um. But yeah, I'm sorry. That sounds really bad that I don't know the name of the songs. Yeah, but that's uh... fine. No, that's fine. It's, it's always that one. It, it. I was expecting nothing less. I mean, it is always that song. It's that song that got everyone reeled in. That's the that's, first song we did. That's the song that the record company heard as well, isn't it? Yep. 
it's the one that if anyone like if we ever approach a radio station they normally ignore until we give them that one and then that one will be the one that will go forward and then the others will follow it just seems to work it's just got the right vibe to it it's a, it's sort of heavy but it's not it's sort of pop punky but it's it's more rock and everyone takes a little bit of something different from it yeah they got top it mark <laughs> sorry they got top it uh, don't worry i've got a couple in my head <laughs> to get them out at some point <laughs> Um, and then I guess this is just me being an outsider. I always like to know, uh, how the different music scenes are over there. Granted, I mean, you guys haven't played like a full show as surviving December with this lineup. Um, but like previous to COVID, how were, how were, how were shows over there? And like, how is like the local scene? Um, like, is there any, any aspects that once everything's like restricted, like unrestricted, that you're really like looking forward to doing as this new ensemble we have got loose plans to try and head to exeter for a gig and i'd like it to be the cavern because there's just something about that um and it's featured in quite a few like little music videos over the years even from bands from canada so i happen to spot it in one of their montage videos so it's a small venue it's it's the sort of venue that this would be great for but actually in Torbay where we are very little it's mostly pubs where you would go and listen to Mustang Sally you know played by the covers band and there's not it doesn't in a lot of acoustic stuff it doesn't really have a scene like well what, what we're trying to play really yeah is it just one of those things where because um, I, I know like Growing up, I lived in like a small town, so anytime I wanted to go see a show or do anything like that, it was usually everyone pile in the van, let's go drive for like an hour or so to get to yeah. either play somewhere or watch somewhere. And that's kind of how it is for you guys right now. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Almost exactly. We are stuck between two like cities. We've got Plymouth in one direction and Exeter in another, and they're the both of the hubs for the sort of scene that we're in. Other than that, I mean actual from not playing but actually going to slam dunk festival for me this year i'm going up there but that's up in london so i know tom's in bristol so there's a bit more going on around there yeah it's a pretty strong scene around here i gotta say so i think it'll bounce back from this whole uh, or as, as much as it can from this whole covid situation but yeah yeah not when they see your face tom <laughs> <laughs> imagine they see yours that's it. That's why I've got a hat on, sort of just shades it just that little bit. <laughs> <laughs> good plan. <laughs> I thought that was just very good part, uh, product placement that you're trying to do. Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you sold out, Mark. You sold out already. We've got a merch store, by the way. the merch store. Why not? <laughs> Uh, for people at home that are obviously l just listening to this, uh, Mark is also wearing a Surviving December um, zip-up hoodie as well as the Surviving December uh, baseball cap. You can actually cap. see it on the camera. It's just that, but it's got a big design on the back, but if I turn over, I'll knock the stand over and the cat will run away and oh hell with bunk loose. Yeah, I mean, we do. That's the thing is, over the last few weeks, we did do everything. We did set up the merch store, which is international. We did push out the music a little bit further than we have done recently and it's you know it's been a lot of hard this last couple of weeks has been manic it's, and recording and writing as well it hasn't stopped either it's pretty lucky though because chris who plays um the guitar is a graphic designer as well nice. so been um amazing all our artwork is done by him and all our videos have been done by him that have been put up like the falling apart one with the using the boy that walks through the, the abandoned building that's all his work all the lyric videos he's done so we've managed to do a lot in-house we haven't had to outsource other than production really for the songs that is amazing because i know most most bands are always looking for someone to do lyric videos or especially like designing merch and stuff like that if you're able to keep it all in-house like that works perfect just so you know, it's Chris Golden Graphics if you need a uh, graphic designer. 
Yeah, he does do it for other people as well. This is the thing. So everyone's been doing their own little bit. But this is, the, I suppose, that comes from the thing. We're all older. It's a simple fact of the matter. I mean, this we're not 19, 20-year-olds just trying it out. We're, I mean, I'm 36. So okay. it, we, 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 we come with the experience of the other things we've had to do. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, that's that's what comes along with with uh, the years of experience. I like all my friends. I mean, I'm the youngest in my current group of friends at 28, but like everyone else is like 30 to 32, uh, kind of around your age, and they we know it works from doing it the wrong way and and stuff like that. So I mean, you really when you have all that years of experience, it really helps. This is it. I mean, even from a from a band perspective and the general construction of Surviving December when it used to be a band was bizarre. I mean, when we first got together, I had a drum kit set up in the in the basement, and we had Chris on guitar and my brother on bass. And I would stand and sing the song, and then I'd sit down and drum the song, and then I put the microphone to the drum kit, and that's how Surviving December started gigging. It wasn't until we got Josh involved who was drumming at the time that I then went front of stage and because then I had to leap around like a moron and do really stupid things like that I would then get my foot caught in the wires and fall over you know, so we've we've done it we've done all that <laughs> luckily I've got that out of the way and hopefully I won't have to do that again Mark you'd probably break your hips doing that now oh I would <laughs> my would give that's it game over I'll be sat down for the rest of the gig but at least I, I would do the rest of the gig. I will say that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta rock start it out and just do the rest of the gig, and then, oh, yeah. you know, I think that was like what Dave Grohl he fell off the stage and broke his leg and finished out the 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 set and, and then went to the hospital. So the paramedics were just stood there watching him and just enjoying it. They were like, you could tell they were into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, they'd just try dragging me away. They wouldn't want to hear it anymore. So that's beside the point. Um, I guess before I forget as well, uh, since this is beers with bands, if you happen to be drinking anything tonight, because uh, it is eight o'clock there, it is three o'clock here in the U.S. Um, what are what would what are you guys drinking? I got vodka and coke. <laughs> you chose the nothing. wrong band to ask about this because we don't because me and Mark don't drink so. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, honestly, I mean, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I'll drink in a year. I'm always the one that has to drive or something like that. But if I was to go and grab a drink, I've got a bottle of Disserada over there. That's still there from Christmas and will probably still be there in a couple of Christmases time. <laughs> no, like, I mean, everyone's different. And, uh, I mean, it's just kind of when this podcast originally started it was just me and my buddy drinking and coming up with ideas we were just like why don't we just drink with bands whether they drink or not we'll just drink and make it entertaining or something so i happen to know that the guitarist chris is having a drink tonight because he's just got back from a long time away and he's just enjoying being home so he's definitely having a beer tonight so and with Gemma drinking i suppose that covers us yeah to be fair it's a good name for a podcast beers with bands i do like it it rolls right off the tongue. It's great. <laughs> nice and straightforward. Yeah. Not with us, though. <laughs> <laughs> Again, those days are behind. <laughs> I've had the drunken summers and falling off the double-decker bus. and Not you sure felt... how I got home, but I did. You fell off a double-decker bus? Well, I was on it. I know I was on it, and I know I wasn't well on it, and I know the driver had to ask me if I didn't want to be that unwell, should I perhaps lean over, you know, out the bus? So I did. Yeah. I got back home and fell off the bus into a load of people that were just stood there watching me, and they just all they went is, "You're drunk," and I went, "I know," and just shuffled <laughs> off home, just like like a meerkat. Just don't know how I made it to this day. And what made it worse, couldn't go to, and I was actually. Um, doing training in a recording studio at the time got up the next morning with intent to go slithered down the stairs opened my phone bill which said 300 pounds and i just curled up into the fetal position on the sofa didn't move for the rest of the day it was a day that i will never forget 
So there's my drunk story. You can have that one. <laughs> I feel that that's, uh, that's a good lead into you know, kind of what we do for the last half of these episodes. Um, and we just talk about either fun, crazy, terrible stories from either shows or tours that you guys have done. Uh, obviously, I mean, it's probably hard to top falling off a double-decker bus, but uh, do you have anything else in the wheelhouse? Um, we've had some, I mean, for the early days of Survivor Assemble, we've had some some great ones. We've had, I say, I got obviously the falling over on stage, which was, to be honest, it didn't bother me, but the place was packed. But the very, very first time we ever actually played this venue, and I was on the drums, I always remember it was, we'd practiced so much and the band just, we, we couldn't have done any more. So we just sat there and we were about to start the gig. And I remember looking at Chris and he was white as a sheet, just pale. And I, he goes, I'm not ready. I went, yes, you are. And I just, I just started hitting the drums and he had to play. And that was amazing. <laughs> and it went from that to playing some really great shows. I remember the hub in Plymouth was amazing they'd, they'd hidden cameras all around the stage and i remember watching that just everyone else was sort of playing that down they they weren't getting involved with oh look at the screen oh i thought it was great fun telling everyone look at look at this look at this you know the crowd loved it as well and it was just one of those gigs where everyone just went nuts in fact at the end we weren't the, supposed to be the main band but when me and josh got off stage the rest of them went home we were just stood there everyone crowded around us and wouldn't leave us alone and the main band were playing and everyone was like they're rubbish i don't like them how are you guys doing oh, please leave me alone i'm not the most social person at the best of times <laughs> how about you jenna any anything or i've never played a gig in my life never I mean, I've been to gigs, obviously. I mean, the best thing that ever happened to me at a gig, I was at Paramore gig in Bristol, and my uh, my partner actually proposed to me in the crowd, which was obviously probably the best gig I've ever been to. So, yeah. I wouldn't imagine I mean... you being at a Paramore gig. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. That's the only thing I listen to. As for me, um... I mentioned before that uh, Mark and I were in a metal band uh, a while back, and um, I remember one of the gigs we did, um, one of the songs that we played, I uh, had been kind of asked to write lyrics for it kind of days before for some bizarre reason, and I wasn't ready at all. <laughs> so I tried to... I do not care. <laughs> tried to blag my way through the entire song, <laughs> and it was terrible. So for my uh, worst experience on stage, probably in, in the bands, I've, I've been in a few bands here and there. And that's, that's the band I got furthest with, and it was a bit, uh, that was certainly an experience. So, thanks for that, Mark and Jason. See, that's how Surviving December started. I never wrote a single word. I only ever wrote the words when I went in the studio, and even then, I didn't really do that. I just sort of made them up, and if they sounded good, I, that's the take I kept. It's only this time around I bothered writing. So every gig I ever played before I recorded, I ad-libbed the entire set. I wow. just would remember the chorus. I always had that. I just knew... For example, in um, trying to think. Uh, for example, you care. I knew I had to sing about a campfire. I knew I had to sing about the stars, and I knew I had to sing about camping. And I knew I had to set the scene in the first verse, carry it the second verse, and do that outro with all the stars and bits, and try and make it all very nice and ad lib the whole thing all the time. That's just how I do it. And that's See, I always would wind the rest of them up. They hated me for it. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm too much of a perfectionist. I can't, I can't it just outlive. I just, I'm too much of a perfectionist. So. And you're not even perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It sucks to be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You do have to have this. We, we have to have the back and forth. It's just this. It's the way it is. Just the way it has to be. I have to deal with it. I have to deal with it. <laughs> You love it, Jimmy. You love it. Come on. It's pretty funny, to be fair. But this is how this band evolves, isn't it? I mean, that is... I mean, when we actually can get together properly and write together in a more in-one-room kind of a way post-COVID, all these things are going to be... <laughs> they're going to be different. Yeah. It will be... It'll be 
be fun. Then, won't it? Yeah. So during this whole time, you guys haven't gotten together as a full band at all? No. I have wow. never met Gemma outside of a video call in my life. Literally, wow. this is the only way we've ever talked, talked, talked. So she's lovely, but I've never actually met her face to face. I feel like that adds so much more credit to everything you guys are being been putting out for not getting together for any of this in person. And it's all just been like everyone records their own part, sends it in, and then just splices it all together. Like that is amazing. It's been a lot of hard work. It's it has taken a lot of time. I mean, where say I'll I'll use the one as an example now, that set it off track that we're it's so close. I've done two rhythm guitar parts. I've makeshift this intro and the sort of high end part that I want Chris to take apart and redo but I needed to structure just to get my main vocal line done and Tom to get his lines bolted on and for Gemma to fix in the chorus. So I sent them all their parts. They redid them with their own little spin and then we build it up and build it up and then like I'll get one back and I'll be like, like Tom sent me something back. It was something that I hadn't asked him to sing or didn't think that we needed to back or do anything with. He did it anyway. And we were on a call. I was like, I, I liked it, but there's something. And we were just chatting. I went, oh, I know what it is. Drop the last few words and hold the off and emphasize that because what we're trying to do is have a main line and the backing line take takes lines from the main line and makes up a new line with holding notes to give it the harmonies as well. So it's quite complex to try and do that without getting in a room. But bit by bit, we've all gone, here's a spin on it. No, that's not the right one. Here's another one. That's the right one. Two together. There we go. I think at the moment, it's got about six to seven vocal lines, which I need to condense. Otherwise, Josh will be very unhappy and delete the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely been a learning curve for me. The first time, so I said to Mark, oh, what microphone do I need to get? So he just said, I'll just get the same one as me. So off I went, bought it, and then started recording and I sent my bit to Josh and Josh was like this just isn't sounding right and so I did it again and he was like no there's something wrong and he tried to edit it and try and to make it sound good and in the end he said send a photo of how your microphone is set up and I completely had the microphone the wrong way I was like singing <laughs> into it instead of it being up but I've never done it before so I didn't know and now I, yeah, that. I know now <laughs> I will stress this microphone comes in a box with a manual and it even has a graph saying where it actually picks <laughs> Here, up. Here, dummy. I would assume someone new to it would not try singing into the end of a condenser mic if it says sing into the bit where you can physically see the little circle. Well, I did obviously didn't read the manual, did I? <laughs> And Gemma, I've got to say, I'm very just... upset because that kind of silly, that kind of stupidity is my, my move. So you doing that is <laughs> my, 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 my thunder. So I love you. You do so much. There's always ammunition where you're concerned. <laughs> <laughs> very true. But this is part of what we have to do. It's just constantly trying to get these parts to work. And we've had one recently with this song where when a bit was sent, it just drops out for no reason. So if we were in a studio together, no issues, because I can stop the recording, or in theory, we'd have Josh there, stop the recording, something's gone wrong, address it. It's just simply, oh, I'm going to record, what do I need to remember? What you know, Which bit are we doing? Oh, we're doing this. Okay. And then it turns up, and if there's something wrong with it, the turnaround is just the day or two and it just takes us so long to get well anything done but there is no other way at the moment it's just just no other way you just got to be on the ball with it really mm. yeah yeah well like Gemma said it's a huge learning curve yeah it's a huge learning curve you have to send guitar way to get it all sorted out yeah yeah definitely so I agree with Gemma it's a huge learning curve um I've had to definitely kind of uh learn a lot through this um lots of uh messages and calls to mark like mark is not working dear god how to make it work please tell me so so i've got there in the end no you haven't it's complete and utter operator error every time with you 
I really hope there's moments where Tom, you're at least getting him back for all of these. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I he, he'll never admit it, but I, I do kind of, I do make him very uncomfortable, and I do, uh, I do have great fun kind of uh, getting a rise out of him. It's just, it's so easy, but yeah, it still never gets not being, stopped being fun. So he likes to think that, but really, he's a non-issue. It's just one of those. <laughs> <laughs> You see, think about Marcus. Think about Marcus. Is that is that you know, whenever he's he's being like you know being like you know kind of harsh or whatever. I know it's that's his way of saying, Tom, I love you. You're like a brother. I'm a, a dude, and dude, I feel the same way. Okay, I, I feel I love you too. Okay. And just because the Samaritans told him to say that, he believes it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, this is what makes this band great because yeah. we can we can say anything anything yeah. to each other and be as nasty as we like it's just fun yeah we've all been locked away for so long we've got this thing this what we've made together at the moment wouldn't trade it for anything awesome exactly. awesome time hell of a year in a bad year with a great ending with a great bits in it bizarre yeah that's that's for sure um because i i'm sure you guys are all like me definitely want this stuff to be over uh but uh i mean especially be able to get together as a full band and even just hang out or practice together um definitely do the first show uh Gemma, i'm sure you're just itching to get up on stage and just just uh experience that whole scenario because i mean it's it's building up and you're gonna have a great time for sure <laughs> Take your stage virginity. <laughs> I mean, I've been on stage before, but I was a lot younger, and it was for like ballet or stuff like that. <laughs> so it's a bit different. But... Although, when I was in uni, I did actually do um a uh, it was like a talent competition, and I actually played okay. guitar and sang on stage, and I come second. So that's the only probably thing I've done. It's still, it's 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 part of it. It's this all. It's yeah. the same thing. Exactly. Just be more idiots around you, making horrible noises, <laughs> <laughs> trying to put each other off. That's That'd be fun. Gotta be. See if anyone forgets their lines, like I did on a radio show. Wow. Actually happened. Horrible. Horrible. Just blank connected of all songs as well connected oh. acoustic and i was listening but i'm used to listening for certain things the first acoustic show we've done on the, on the radio and and i missed the cue and when i missed the cue i forgot the words and when i forgot the words i just basically sung the chorus and then solved it from there on so from then on i went on to these shows and i just wrote the first word to the first verse actually i think i wrote as I watch, so I knew. Oh, as I watch you from afar, that's fine. Uh, I just, if I didn't do that, I'd have just sat there again, just staring blankly at the DJ. Don't know that's why. That's a good thing, though. That's a good thing that you 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 improvised and you managed to make make the best of it. So that's yeah. a good thing. Oh, we didn't stop. We didn't stop. Chris was just playing yeah. the guitar, just looking at me. I was like, exactly. Ah. <laughs> at least you have me and Tom there. So if you mess up, one of us can just jump in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. with the wrong words. Hopefully not. <laughs> like, like I've always like, like I've always said as long as you do it with confidence and then the crowd doesn't know you're doing it wrong you're doing it right exactly well luckily this time unlike any time before we've all actually got songs we can listen to I mean back then we're talking say this is the, the 16 17 years plus ago so you know if you had time to get in a studio you had to cram awful awful eps together which is all that anyone used to have back then unless you had some mega money behind you now we we've, we've got you know we've spent the money this time we've actually got something decent we can listen to and actually emulate that a bit better now which is <laughs> it'll help us remember the songs <laughs> <laughs> no excuses it's not like i can say well i never recorded it. i wouldn't know no no we, we, we can hear them <laughs> Um, so, I mean, we talked 
we talked to you guys starting out. We talked what's coming next. Everyone, be sure to keep your eyes peeled for early summer-ish uh, for that full length. Um, and then, uh, for sure, April 16th for Set It Off to kind of set off this new journey. April, April 16th is a track called Again, then Set It like, Off goes to our label. That's what it was. See, that's why that's why you guys are here, to correct me when I'm wrong, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what you guys come up with um, and definitely ready for that full length because I'm sure it's going to sound great obviously I mean between you you all doing it and then your producer working on it the sixth member like, it's going to sound great thank you thank you thanks um, before we take off if anyone is looking for Surviving December music, merch, um, or anything else Surviving December, where can they find it or you guys at? Go on to our Facebook page. We've got what's called the, you know, like all where we, we put all the links together. It's a link all page and it's got everything on it. So if you find our Facebook page, you will find everything, whether you're on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify. I've even found KK Box, believe it or not. I had to try and work it out from Chinese, but I found our page on that as well. Everything is there. Well, uh, I mean, everyone that's listening, definitely go check out this uh, everything that they have out there and be prepared for what's coming next. Um, thank you again for all being a part of this. Quick shout out to You're Gemma for, for putting in the work and uh, reaching out. And I mean... This just goes to show everyone that's listening, if you want to be a part of these episodes, all you got to do is send me a message. And Gemma sent me the message on Monday. It's now Saturday. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're getting this recorded and uh, having a good time. So um, before we take off, do any of you have any last words for the listeners? Thank you if you've taken the time to check us out. We really appreciate it. And we just look forward to being able to actually get to a show with you and actually have some fun together. Agreed. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. Um, so like, I, like, I, like I said, I say this all the time. Uh, major shout out. Thank you again so much for being a part of this. Um, if anyone's listening and they want to be a part of an episode or know someone that should be a part of an episode, reach out, message me through the facebook the emails on the facebook uh or instagram twitter we got all it all it all just choose the message um other than that just keep on rolling uh covid's on the horizon to be done get to some shows and uh and yeah just have a good time thank uh, you for having us yeah thank you we appreciate it uh and uh I'll catch you guys all in the next one.
Yes, I 